0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Above the Ring. I'm your host, Sam and Uh SLB. Here I am doing this episode solo. It should be a quick and painless episode, uh, seeing as Scott was live-tweeting NXT while I was live-tweeting AEW Dynamite. Uh, for those of you who don't already know, it is WrestleMania week. If you don't already do so, please make sure you listen to Scott's Raw review. Um, today is going to be... Almost like the, I would say, the kickoff of WrestleMania week. Uh, tomorrow morning, we will have your podcast for the NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver post-show. Our pre-show will drop uh, Saturday morning instead of the SmackDown study. Uh, night 1's post-show will drop on Sunday morning. And then post-show for sund- for night 2 is going to drop Monday morning. So guys, keep in the loop. Looking forward... This is a crazy week of wrestling. And it doesn't stop with WWE. Doesn't stop with AEW. We're gonna start off with big news out of Japan. Secure Genesis happened this past Sunday morning. Uh late um, s- late Sunday night for uh Japanese audiences. New Japan has a new NW NJPW high WGP. Wow. Woo! IWGP uh, World Heavyweight Champion, Will Ospreay, defeating uh, Koda Abushi. I've yet to check this match out. Um, he is already making waves. He challenged uh, Drew McIntyre and CM Punk. Um, I've yet to watch the match, but I will be definitely taking and you know, keeping an eye on this. Uh, Following that, we will have, uh, you know, new NWA Power. Uh, We had another episode on Tuesday. Uh, Thomas Latimer and Chris Adonis defeated Mike Parrow and Odinson. Uh, Slice Boogie and Matthew Mims defeated Jack Jack Jackstein and Crimson. The Pope defeated Fred Rosser for the NWA TV title. Uh, yeah. Okay, that was a way better one than usual. Usually I struggle through that. <laughs> pretty pretty quick and painless. Sort of NWA Power. Still have not hopped on that train. If you have, let us know what you think. How it turns out. So, we have... Uh, we're, we're really, really going to be short today. Uh, no pun intended for those of you who don't know. I am uh, not the tallest guy on the planet. So let's AEW Dynamite no really good episode. I hope for those of you guys who haven't watched it, definitely definitely check it out if you can. Off the bat, first match Hangman Adam Page defeated Max Caster. Let me tell you, this was a pretty good match, you know, AEW as I keep saying, they have some of the best opening matches with all of their cards. Max Caster as much as his uh, rap is annoying and his gimmick's kind of annoying, guys are- Great talent in the ring. Yeah, I was thinking about that. He actually puts on quite the fight. He's a solid, solid wrestler, solid, solid heel. If I do say so myself. Um, I think if he tweaks some things, I think Max Max Caster could be, you know. He actually looks good. Really, he looks really good solo. No, no offense to his tag team partner, but as a solo wrestler. Here we go. Scott's not even on here. Scott's not even on here. Uh, As a solo wrestler, Max Caster, again, gimmick aside, I think Max Caster looks great in the ring. Uh, Following that, we had a quick interview with uh, Death Triangle, which turned into, well, you know, best friends coming out. Orange Cassie on the mic. Not kicking things off and Chris Statlander coming out and officially joining Best Friends. Uh, After that, we had um, the, the Inner Circle come out. Let me tell you, Chris Jericho just put on an incredible, incredible promo against the Pinnacle. Well, the Pineapple depends on depends on who you talk to. You know, Chris, Chris, you know, called him the Pineapple. However, he set the stage for March 5th. Pinnacle, Inner Circle, Blood, and Guts were finally getting that match. Knock on wood. Hopefully nothing happens between now and then. Following that, we had Jurassic Express take on and defeat Bear Country. Um, they have this weird Godzilla versus Kong promo because obviously the movie just came out. Good match. Not really sold on Bear Country yet, but obviously always a thrill to see Jurassic Express. Uh following that we had Sting uh Sting come out. Uh followed by Lance Archer. Lance Archer uh calling out Sting saying he's a main eventer. He should be a main eventer. You guys are gonna shoot me tonight. <laughs> um Sting agrees, and you know what? If we're if this is on the verge of having Sting and Lance Archer at Revolu- Revolution, double or nothing. Looking forward to it. I want it to happen. Here's my 40 bucks already. Following that, uh, Sting came out with Darby Allin um, to take on J.D. D. Drake for the EWTNT Championship. Good match. You know, J.D. J. Drake, pretty straightforward wrestler. I'm not familiar with this stuff. I don't know what you guys think. Um, obviously, Darby retained, looks great. Yeah, this episode was good. This episode was good, even though this match, you know, kind of kind of lost a little bit. I'm not really familiar with JD Drake. I would definitely like to rewatch that match and get familiar with him again. Following that, we had Chris Jericho was assaulted by the Inner Circle. Inner Circle, the Pinnacle, dragged out to the ring, get the you know shit kicked out of him because the inner the rest of the Inner Circle was bolted into their dressing room. Which they had to break out of. While they did so, Mike Tyson came out and chased them out as the rest of the Inner Circle followed out. Now, following that, we had Ty Conti take on and defeat the Bunny. This one was so close. I thought Ali was actually going to win this match. Ali, uh, the Bunny, whatever you want to refer to her as. Ty Conti, as always, came up you know ahead with the help of Hikaru Shida stopping the bunny and the rest of Matt Hardy's uh, minions there from defeating Ty. I cannot wait for Hikaru Shida and Ty Conti to wrestle for that title. It is going to be glorious. Following that, we had the main event. Kenny make Megan, the Good Brothers, state on John Moxley and the Young Bucks. This is everything you guys expected. This was just, you know... Two of the best tag teams in the world. Two of the best singles wrestlers in the world. Great match, great chemistry. However, the ending... Ending... Really weird. I like it. And I'm iffy with it. And I'll tell you why. Again, again. Keep telling Scott. Long game. Long game. So... Towards the end of the match... Uh, the BT trigger was going to happen on Kenny Omega, and they both stopped. Moxie went in there, performed a couple of move uh, paradigm shifts, and then was trying to make him submit. Then he was going to do another paradigm shift. When he went to go do that, the Bucks super kicked him, knocked him down. Uh, Eddie Kingston tried to save him. Uh, the Good Brothers handled Eddie. And they, um... Kenny Omega ended up getting the pin over Jon Moxley. And then the Bucks super kicked Moxley again, but didn't seem pleased about it. They didn't seem pleased. So, my thing is, the Bucks definitely seem concerned. They couldn't hurt their friend, and I get that. However, Kenny's put them through a lot of crap. And keep in mind, Don Callis has been part of the problem here. Don Callis was the guy who said, Hey, Kenny, you don't need the Bucks. You don't need the Bucks. You don't need the Bucks. And all of a sudden, after all that shit, they kind of turn around. Again, we could find out what's going on next week. It does seem a little weird. However, I also like the fact that this is not what everyone was expecting. So maybe it's just one of those, Hey, this isn't what we thought was going to happen so I'm a little it's weird I think the continuity is a little off you know especially after all the shit that Don Callis put them through but at the same time I do like the fact that this is not what we anybody expected to be honest with you what everyone thinks I'm kind of curious what everyone else thinks about what happens let me know let us know on Twitter let us know on Facebook email us whatever it might be I'm really curious about this one. Um, This might be long game. I'm thinking long game here. Um, But that's all I have for Above the Ring this evening. Don't forget, we will have our NXT Stand Deliver post-show up tomorrow morning. Uh, Once Scott and I both watch Night 2, we will be live tweeting that as well. Please join The Bedlam on Twitter. And there will be no Impact this week due to the fact that Impact happens around the same time that night. Two of NXT TakeOver standard and Deliver happens. And if you do not already do so, please follow us on Twitter at Media underscore Bedlam. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Bedlam Media. You can find myself as the SOB official, Scott as Scotty Stream and Jerry, our latest addition to the Bedlam Media family, as the Jinxist. That's J-I-N-X-I-S-T. Um... We are on all streaming platforms, excluding Pandora. If there's another platform that you cannot find us on, please let us know and we will try to get ourselves on there. If you don't already do so, on your streaming platform, like, subscribe, comment, give us a review. Tell people why Above the Ring and Bedlam Media is the podcast that you love and why they should be listening to us as well. Guys, thank you for listening. This has been Sam from Above the Ring. Short, sweet episode for AEW Dynamite this week during WrestleMania week. Guys... The funds only start, and do not forget to you know subscribe, follow us throughout the rest of the week, and as always, do not forget to join the bedlam. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill.